BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm not going to sing the entire thing, but happy new year. Happy circle time. Oh my goodness. I have missed you so much. The last couple episodes that I recorded or that you guys heard the one with Peyton and the one with Tabitha were um, recorded like early December. So I haven't recorded much since the holiday break. And so I'm so happy to be back. How are we doing? How are my sweet, beautiful circlers? I have missed you so much. I There have been so many things that I've thought to myself, like, oh my God, I have to tell the circlers about that. And so here we are, we're back. I hope that you all had a wonderful holiday and a happy new year. And I'm just so happy to be back in the circle with you. And now it's 2023, baby. We are starting this year fresh. It is a new year. There's a couple things that I wanted to tell you guys that happened that I feel like are updates that the circlers needed. Well, I don't know if you needed them, but I just want to give them to you. One of them is that I took my first workout class with other people in it. Remember how I was so scared to to do that for so long? Um, And I would just either do my private Pilates classes or I would do like stuff on apps and stuff at my house. Well, I went to an actual workout class with a friend and I fucking loved it. And then I went to another one the other day and then I signed up for one today and I slept straight through it. Just my alarm went off and I was like, okay, time to get up. New year, new me. Here we go. Let's fucking work out, girly. Get up, bitch. And you know what? I just was like, come on, stay true to yourself. You're not going to get up right now. You're going to fall back asleep. And I did. And I slept right through it. Woke up, was halfway through the class. Well, I wasn't halfway through the class, but the class was halfway through when I woke up and then I fell back asleep and then I woke up again. So I really just missed the entire thing. And that's okay because we are, you know, going easy on ourselves here in the new year. And I'm going to try again tomorrow. But I just thought that that was so exciting that I actually went to a workout class and did it because as you know, I'm just simply too scared to do that. So I did that. The first one I did was a hot Pilates class. And then the other ones that I did were other Pilates classes, like on a mega former, which was really hard, but good. I felt pretty like lame. I'm not, I'm not as embarrassed as I used to be. I think I used to go to these workout classes and like, be like, fuck, I can't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Like I'm so bad at this. And this time around, like I couldn't do it. Like I was struggling for sure. And like kind of looked like a lost puppy half the time when she's like, okay, move this, do that, get on there and do it. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But then I just kind of like, I'm not as like, I'm not as like ashamed to like ask for help now, which I think I used to be or like 
I'm not as embarrassed to like look like I don't know what I'm doing. Like it's fine. No one cares. So yeah, I if you're if you're doubting it, if you have ever felt like me, I highly recommend just trying it out because it was it was not as scary as you think because no one gives a fuck about you, honestly. And that's like what I had to realize. Like I don't remember what a single person from the class that I was in looked like, did, acted like. Like I remember nothing. No one's thinking about anyone except for themselves. So just remember that. So that's my new thing that I'm doing. I'm actually going to workout classes, which is exciting. Another exciting thing that happened to me over the Christmas break was that I got back into reading. (laughs) So that sounds a lot lamer when I say it out loud, but I did. I finally read the book, It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover that I know like kind of blew up on TikTok. I started reading it like in October and then totally just, it's always hard to get through that first like chunk of the book when it's just setting up the scene. And I never got past that. And so I never really got into it. But this time I was like, okay, I'm going to read this. And I read it in like two days. And then I read the sequel right after it in like two days. So now I'm all caught up. The book, It Ends With Us was seriously... I mean, it's such, it's such a great book. The amount of motion of emotions that I felt while reading that book was honestly unlike anything. Like I, you feel so much when you're reading that book and I highly recommend it. It's heavy at times for sure, but it's a really good book. So I recommend that. And I thought it starts with us was great. It was nice to read them like one right after the other because the sequel is like a little bit lighter and just nicer. And I just thought it was a good way to like end the whole thing. So that was that. I really enjoyed that. And I feel like I'm kind of back in my bookworm era. Well, I was never really in a bookworm era except for when I was a child. I used to love reading so much. It was like always what I said was my number one hobby was reading. And now, and then I just kind of stopped doing it. And now I think I'm back in the zone. So I'm reading another book right now called Every Summer After. So if you've read that, let me know. I think it's really good so far. I've been enjoying it. So yeah, Every Summer After, that's what I'm reading. If you want to read that too, we could have a little circlers book club. So I just started it. I'm like, not very far through it, but I'm going to try to read like every night before I go to sleep. But every summer after, that's what I'm reading right now. If you want to read along with me and we could have our little circulars book club and it could be so fun. What else happened this break? I, well, I went home for the holidays. My family lives in, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, but they're, my family's like in the valley. So kind of like an hour away from where I live now. And so I went home to my parents' house and like, is there anything better than being at your parents' house, honestly, especially during the holidays. Like my mom and I watched so many Christmas movies, like Hallmark Christmas movies that are just so like lame, but so good. And then like my dad and brother got into the Christmas movies too. We watched that Christmas movie with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, the new one. I didn't know it was like a musical, which obviously I was hyped for. I absolutely love a musical so that was fun and we watched what's that one what the hell is that movie called it's new something from tiffany's with zoe deutsch and the guy from insecure which by the way if you've never watched the show insecure you should definitely watch that but anyway that Christmas movie was really good too. And we just got so into the Christmas movies this year. Everyone, my dad, my brother, usually it's just me and my mom and like my dad and my brother were like walk in and out, but like they were into them too. And it's just so fun. Like, you know, I'm an adult now, but just like being back at your mom's house and you're just like, you're just like, it's just the best. You're just eating all the snacks. Everything feels cleaner. (laughs) Like at least, I don't know, maybe... I don't know. That's just how I felt. But it was it was nice. And I was just a big giant baby the whole time. You know, like I I like am get so lazy because I'm so not lazy at my house. 
just kidding. I'm definitely lazy. But I mean, I just get like, you know, I just get like, I'm just in the zone. I'm like, can you, can I have some water? Can, can I have some Cheez-Its? I just like revert back. And I feel like, I feel like I kind of think that now it's going to start changing because like I'm getting married and this is my last, this was my last Christmas not being a married woman. I'm an engaged woman, but I'm not married. So Cody and I kind of like separated again. He went home to Canada. I went home to my parents and, you know, and so I feel like it's all like, everything's kind of changing and like eventually there'll be like babies and like, I don't know. It's just, it's just, everything's changing in a really, really good and exciting way, obviously. But that's just how I felt this time. So I was kind of like really taking advantage of it, I feel like, and really just like enjoying it and embracing all of it. So it was really nice. And then I went to Canada after Christmas, the day after Christmas, I went to Canada to see Cody and his family. And we went to Banff and we were in the snow and it was so nice. And just like relaxing. And that's that's when I started reading is when I went to Canada. And I'm never looking back. But it's so nice there. It's just like, it's obviously freezing. And like, I'm not used to that. But it's just, there's something about it. I really love it there. So I'm happy I get to go now as part of my Christmas traditions. But yeah, Canada was great. And then we got home on New Year's Eve. And then we kind of just hung out. We went to like a nice meal, just Cody and I. And then we went to like a meal that had one of those like prefixed menus. So we had like six um, dishes and we were so damn full by the time we got home. Like I definitely thought I was going to throw up in the Uber. I was like guaranteed thought I was going to puke. Thank God I didn't. Thought I was going to puke in the Uber. And then we got home and Cody like immediately fell asleep on the couch at like 8 p.m. And then he just slept for like three hours. And I just sat there. (laughs) like watched TV. I just laid there and watched TV in my pajamas. I watched Sex Lives of College Girls, which I've just recently started. I just finished season one. Holy shit, that show is good. I love it. I think it's such a fun show to watch. And I kind of am obsessed with Renee Rapp. So if you watched my vlogs, you know that I attempted to sing the song In the Kitchen. Like I recorded myself singing. No, I didn't post it on my vlog, but I confessed to recording myself singing that song because I actually thought I could do it but I can't because it's like really hard to sing because she's insanely talented and I just wanted to be like her because she's so talented um and she's in that show and it's it's just a really fun show to watch so if you haven't watched that I highly recommend but I spent about three hours on New Year's Eve watching it and then Cody woke up at like 11 and we watched the ball drop and we watched New Year's Rockin' E with Ryan Seacrest, obviously, because he's my king. And then we literally were asleep by like 12, 15, I would say. So it was like really an uneventful New Year's, New Year's Eve. But it was kind of nice to not wake up hungover, honestly. And I'm doing dry January. So that's exciting. It's kind of like, I guess it is technically dry January, but our wedding is approaching and I just didn't want to drink. Just didn't want to drink until the wedding. So this is the month of January. So I guess it's technically dry January, but yeah. So that's that. I know I've mentioned this before, but something I really want to make a habit of doing in my life is taking vitamins. And I've been wanting to make that part of my daily routine for so long. And I just never really knew exactly where to start, you know, like exactly what I needed for myself, like what I needed to be taking. And that is why I'm so thankful that I found Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. All you have to do is take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals for a personalized doctor-backed recommendation, taking the guesswork out of what supplements are best suited for you. Care of's ingredients are thoughtfully sourced and backed by research so you can feel good about what you're putting in your body. And the daily vitamin packs are great for on the go and they're made of plant-based compostable film so you can stress less about your impact on the environment. Seriously, you know, I would never lead my circlers astray. 
And I love Care Of so much. The quiz is so fun, so easy to take. And I just felt so relieved knowing that I was getting exactly the vitamins that I personally needed. I've been taking my vitamin pack every day. Plus, I've been using the collagen powder and the focus vitamins, and I've already seen a difference. For 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code CIRCLETIME50. You guys are going to love it. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter code CIRCLETIME50 for 50% off your first Care Of order. I went and picked up my wedding dresses today, which is actually insane. They finally... I went to a bridal shop here in LA and they were being shipped from New York. So that's where the designer is. And so they got here, they got here like right before Christmas. And so today was the first possible chance I had to go pick them up. So I went and picked them up and it's like my wedding dress and then a couple other outfits for the weekend. And now I'm going to start my fittings tomorrow. I go for my first dress fitting. So yeah, I mean, that's insane. And I was so nervous that when I showed up, I wasn't going to like the dresses anymore. I mean, like I obviously have like stared at pictures of them and know that I still love them. But I feel like I'm the kind of person that usually likes to get clothing items like pretty close to when I'm going to be wearing those clothing items because I sometimes my tastes just change, you know, like. I don't like certain things that I liked eight months ago or whenever it was that I got my dress. It was not eight months ago. It was like five or six months ago, but I don't know. My taste just changed. And so I was really worried that that was going to happen, but I guess that's kind of why you want to pick out like a more timeless wedding dress. And I still absolutely, absolutely love it. I love everything that I picked out even more than I did when I first got it, which I think is a really good sign. And it's just nice because it's like a new dress, you know, like when you try on the stuff in the shop, it's like all just the sample ones and stuff. So it's not really quite the same. But yeah, so it was just like a fresh new. It was my wedding dress. And now it's in my it's in my hands. Well, I don't have it with me. My mom actually took it back to her house and they're going to stay safe there. But it's just crazy. Like, OK, wait. Oh, shit. Oh, hang on. I knocked over all my journal questions for today. Okay. Sorry about that. Anyway, so I don't know. It's just crazy. Like now I just have my wedding dress. Like I had it picked out. Obviously I bought it and stuff. I just didn't have it in my possession. And now like it's mine. I have it. And I'm literally getting married. It's so crazy. I'm so excited though. And yeah, so that's like update on the wedding front. I'm pretty stoked. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of weddings, my future husband just popped in to see if he should start the salmon. This is marriage, folks. Well, we're not married yet, but this is what we have to look forward to. So it's pretty crazy. That's that's the biggest update. I'm excited for the fitting tomorrow. I need to get some shoes. There's definitely stuff we need to tackle, but we're going to figure it out and we're going to do it all. It's all going to get done. I'm feeling optimistic at the moment. I don't know if it's New Year vibes rushing over me or what it is, but everything's going to be totally fine. Busy, but fine. So yeah, that's that. And I'll keep updating you guys with wedding stuff when it's happening. So that's that. And that's kind of my update for everything. That's really all... I've done is celebrate the holidays and do wedding stuff. Literally the only thing I have written down that I wanted to tell you guys about was my workout class. I was so excited and proud of myself (laughs) to tell my circlers that I faced one of my fears and you can too, if you just believe. So that is my update. And it has been a minute since we have answered our voicemails. And I just feel like we need a good chunk of story time right now because it's been so long. And I just want to like hear from my sweet, sweet, circly workleys. That's you guys. You guys are my sweet, sweet, circly workleys. 
Let's get some voicemails going because it is story time. So sit down, cross your legs and listen to the stories. And I don't, I said cross your legs because I was imagining like us sitting in a circle and sitting like with your legs crisscrossed. That's what I meant there. In case you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Cross your legs. You can, you can leave your legs wide open for all I care. Do whatever you please. They're your legs. Okay, here we go. It's story time, bitch. Strap in. Let's see. Ooh, someone left one 20 hours ago. It's your brother, Kevin. And I don't have a question to ask you. I just wanted to call and tell you how proud we are of you and how much we love you. And I hope it's true that these are really, that you don't listen to these beforehand so you can be surprised. <laughs> Happy New Year and have a great episode. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> My face is like bright red right now. <laughs> Kevin. Oh my God. That was, <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh my God. That was my older brother, Kevin. The story time is his favorite part. He always says he loves the voicemails. And that was him. He was calling and leaving nice voicemails. They're proud of me. That's so nice. And he was the 300th voicemail. That's so crazy that that just happened. Oh my God. Kev, if you're listening, thank you. And I love you. And I'm so happy all the circlers got to hear your voice. Wow. That was, I'm so caught off guard. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. Well, that was really nice. And now let's do another one. I don't know if anything can top that, but let's try. Hi, okay, so I'm a freshman and I feel like all my friends have like hit milestones that like I haven't like dated and stuff. And like, yeah, I'm only just starting high school, but like it feels like I'm behind. And um, it's just like kind of sucks. And, like, it kind of feels like I'll never get those things because I haven't by now. And I don't know. I just, like, don't want to, like, talk to anybody about it. So, like, I guess I'll just do it here. So, yeah. Okay. Well, hello, a freshman in high school. Let me tell you right now that I was literally in the exact exact same position of you when I was a fret as you when I was a freshman in high school like ex I totally totally understand where you're coming from I was like so far behind everyone when I was in high school in so many different ways I'd never dated anyone I'd never even kissed anyone I I had never done literally anything I I mean I just I totally get where you're coming from and I want you to know that a lot of times people talk about the things that they are doing, but people aren't talking about the things that they're not doing. And so there are probably a lot of other people, your peers in your grade that also feel like they're behind and that they haven't done these certain things that everybody else is doing. They're just not talking about it. So I want you to know that you're not alone. You are absolutely not alone. I was right there with you. I'm here in solidarity with you. I totally understand how you're feeling. And I will also tell you that things do come. Everything will come for you. Everything that you want to happen will happen. And it's going to happen when the time is right. And I know it gets really frustrating and you feel like you want to rush through it and you want to do the, all of these things. And you will. You will absolutely do them. Just because you haven't done them already doesn't mean that you won't. And I think you just need to stay like stay positive because they all will happen, but also just like stay true to yourself. Because I think a lot of times like I was a little bit too scared. I'm not saying you are, but I just speaking from personal experience, I was like, I was scared when I was younger. I was scared. I didn't know what it was gonna be like to kiss someone. I was scared to drink. I was scared to date. I was scared to do all of these things and they just didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was ready. 
And so I just didn't do them. And I did them when I was ready. And it was, it was exactly how it was supposed to happen. So if you don't feel ready for certain things, you don't, that doesn't mean you just have to do them because you're a certain age and it's a certain time and everybody else around you is doing them. They will come, they will happen. So don't feel like you have to force them to happen just because it's time. But if you're feeling like you want to, you can also, you know, put yourself out there in certain situations if you feel like you do want to experience those things, but don't ever lose sight of like what you, what makes you feel comfortable. Because once you lose sight of that, then it doesn't, you're not doing these things for yourself anymore. You're doing them just because you think you have to. And you really got to try and remember to do things for yourself and do exactly what feels right to you. Things will come for you when they're supposed to. And don't worry too much about it being, you know, like that you're so far behind. You are absolutely not so far behind. If it makes you feel any better, I had my first kiss when I was 17, when I was a senior in high school. So you are not like, you are not the first person to be behind in life. And you're not even behind in life. There's just other people who are doing things faster and they're talking about it. And so it sounds really loud and it sounds like they're all doing those things faster than you. But you are not, there is no timeline. There's no right time. You will do all of those things and you are not alone. And I love you and it's going to be totally fine. But I get why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Okay, so it is a new year and I know that means we're all making goals and trying to find ways to better ourselves. But have you thought about hydration? Is that a part of your plan? Because I feel like for me, I always try and get myself to drink more water, but I'm never really able to follow through until I found Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. You can use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down. You can use it on long flights. I personally always drink a liquid IV after a long night out and I instantly feel better. Plus, the packaging makes it so convenient. So I know if I'm going on a trip that's going to be crazy and I'm going to be going out, I always pack them and bring them with me. For example, I brought them to Scottsdale for my bachelorette party and everyone was drinking them in the morning and we would have been lost without them. My favorite flavors personally are the lemon lime and the Concord grape, but they have so many other amazing flavors. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code CIRCLETIME at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code CIRCLETIME at liquidiv.com. Another one. Hey, Kelsey. How's it going? My name's Rio, and in May, I'll be graduating with my bachelor's degree in art and design. And while I'm really excited to be graduated and done with school forever, um, I'm 22 years old, and I didn't take a gap year between high school and college, so school is kind of all I've ever known for as long as I can remember. So I'm a little bit nervous about the transition between school kind of being my entire life in college and transitioning into like work and adulthood and all of that stuff. So I was wondering if you had any advice or tips or words of wisdom, anything like that for navigating this new adventure that I'm about to go on. Thank you. Love you and love the podcast. Love you, Rio. And I love that name. I think it's such a fun and exciting time that you're entering in your life. I mean, like, I feel like when I, that was like such a, it was just such a fun time in life. And so I really just say like, embrace it. I say, get out there and like, you now have kind of, you're going to have a little bit more financial freedom because you have a job and you're going to have a little bit more, you're able to kind of like choose like, I mean, you still are working and whatnot. So you have a schedule and a job and whatnot, but you're able to choose what you do a lot more freely with your free time, if that makes sense. Like you can pick up new hobbies or you can go out on a freaking any night of the week and have so much fun. And 
it's kind of like college, but better because you're making money. And I just feel like it's a really exciting time. I would say try and like make sure that you leave time for yourself because I feel I feel like a lot of times people get really caught up in work and working and their job and all of that, which obviously you should take your job seriously and you should do do it and do it well and like be a good worker. But remember to take time for yourself and do things that make you happy and do things outside of just work because, you know, there's more to life. And so I just want you to remember to you know, take care of yourself still. And I think you're going to have so much fun. And I think it is definitely a weird time because like you said, school is all you've known, but it's so exciting because you're just starting a new chapter and you're about to take everything that you've learned in school and use it in the real world. And we're all rooting for you and you're going to be great out there. And I'm excited. Like I said, it was, that was a really fun time in, in life. So I'm excited for you. Hi, Kelsey. My name is Elizabeth and I love the podcast. My favorite segment is definitely story time. And I really, really need some advice because I am so nervous. My boyfriend of almost a year is coming into town and we've been doing long distance for about four months. So he is going to stay with me at my parents' house and... He has never met them before, and I have also never brought a boyfriend home to my parents. So I'm very nervous about the whole situation, and I just want some advice on how to navigate this. Love you. Oh my goodness. Wow, wow, wow. This is exciting. So your boyfriend is coming to visit you. You've been doing long distance. He's coming to visit you, and he's staying at your parents' house and you've never had a boy meet your parents and all of that fun stuff. And it is going to feel like a lot for sure. It's going to definitely feel a little bit overwhelming at times, but he is your boyfriend for a reason. You love him. You are doing long distance with him. You've been together for a year now. You guys know each other, you know, your parents love you and want the best for you. They want to see you happy. So If this guy makes you happy, remember that they just want you to be happy and you to be with someone great. And that's why you're dating this man, right? So don't worry. It's all going to be okay. Okay. They were in your position once. They had to go home and meet their, they had to go home and meet your grandparents. You know what I mean? Like they had to, they had to do this once too. It's going to be fine. It might be a little awkward at times. It might be a little like, you know, just trying to navigate the whole thing might be a little uncomfortable at first, but it's just because it's new, but that doesn't mean it's bad. So just try to embrace it and try to not try to control everything, which I tell you that and I I struggle with that a lot myself, but just try not to, you can't control everything. You cannot control exactly how he's going to act. You cannot control exactly what your parents are going to say. And I think we've talked about this on here before, You know, if there are some things that you want to talk to him about, things that you know that your parents might like or dislike, you can have those conversations with him and vice vice versa. You can talk to your parents about him as well before he gets there. And I feel like just having like the open communication surrounding the whole thing is also really going to help. And just give everybody grace because you're it's 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 a new thing for everybody. Your parents included. You were once, you know their little girl and now you're bringing a boy home. So it's like, it's kind of new for everyone. So try and be patient with the situation and be patient with everyone involved in the situation. And everybody there, everybody in that room loves you. So they all just want, they all want it to go well. So it's going to go well. Okay. Let us know how it goes. I'm curious. Okie dokie, let's do another. Here we go. Hey, Kelsey, my name's Alex. I live in New York City, and I just had a question about friend breakups. It happens to everyone, right? You grow apart from people and friends, you know, whether you move 
across the country or you just grow apart. And I just wanted to see if you had any advice on the healthy ways to go about going through a friend breakup. Thanks. Love the pod. Okay. Friend breakups. I feel like we talk about this a lot on here, actually. And maybe that's because I think it's probably because it's a lot more common of a thing that happens and people realize it is. I know I never didn't realize it was that common until I like kind of went through it myself. And so I feel like in the moment and during the friend breakup, it feels very much like you, how could you ever be friends with this person? And they did this and they did that and they're wrong and you're right. There's so many, just so many like emotions and it hurts more a lot of times than a romantic breakup, you know? But I feel like as you get older, you realize that it's not always that deep and that, you know, sometimes people just drift apart and it's okay. And it doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that anything it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. It just means that you guys were just doing two completely different things and you recognize that and you realize that maybe you needed some time apart. That doesn't mean that they're not going to be in your life again in a different way at a different time. But I think that when you realize that a friend breakup might be necessary with certain people when they're not bringing you that joy and like when they're making you question things about yourself more than they're making you love things about yourself, you know that it's time to maybe go through one of those friend breakups. And you have to listen to that and you have to do that in order to make yourself happy. But know that they're going through it too. And I wouldn't say, I guess just like the door is never really shut. And if you're willing to see how they've grown in a few years and they're willing to see how you're, you've grown and you're willing to like love and accept that about each other, then you, I, I don't think there's any harm in doing that. And your friendship is not ever going to be the same as it was back then, but you're not the same, you know? So grow and live the life that you want to live and it's normal and it's okay. And like I said, if someone is taking away your joy more than they're adding to it, they're not the kind of people you should have in your life. And once you recognize that and you find people that do add to your joy, why not, you know, have a relationship with those other friends just in a different capacity than before? Because you can grow together a lot of times and you can still be friends through everything. But sometimes you grow one way, they grow another way. And like you're becoming the person that you should be. And if they can fit in in a different way at a different time, then that's great. And if they can't, then that's also great because look how much you've grown. And that was a really long-winded answer. And I feel like I always have really long-winded answers when it comes to friend breakups because they're tough and it's not always easy, but you're not alone and people go through it all the time. And I think that like going through friend breaks up, breakups is the same as going through romantic breakups where it's like you learn so much about what you don't want in a friend that the friends that you make after, they're just so much stronger because you know what you're looking for in a friendship and you're not trying to figure it out anymore because you've already figured it out with the other ones, you know? So yeah, that's my take. That is my take. And let's do one more. Let's do one more. Hi, Kelsey. My name's Hazel and I'm actually a freshman in high school and I love watching your videos so much. I always watch them with my sister, and we just both think that you are absolutely hilarious, and we love you and Cody both. And my question for you, or at least kind of what I wanted advice on, was I think I definitely struggle with, like, a fear of missing out and kind of letting my anxieties or insecurities get in the way of me really experiencing my high school experience and really living my life. So I just wanted to ask you if you struggle with that or how you deal with FOMO and kind of maybe from an older perspective, if you had any advice for me or maybe other high school, college students. And yeah, that's basically it. Thank you so much. Bye. Hazel. Oh my goodness. Another freshman in college how or in high school. That's so funny. Well, hello. 
I kind of feel like this kind of is similar to what I said in the other answer to the freshman in high school, but I feel like when it comes to experiencing things and FOMO and being scared, like you're worried that you're not going to be able to experience your experience <laughs> like to the fullest, right? Because of your FOMO or your anxieties or being nervous or whatever it is. And like I said before, I totally understand that because I was very, very similar I was always just a little bit nervous and I still am. But when I was your age, I totally was like that. And it goes with what I was saying before, but you really just, if you're nervous, that's okay. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay to wait until you don't feel scared to do something to do it. Like you can listen to yourself and you can like when it comes to social things, you know, and peers and peer pressure and all that stuff, if you don't feel ready to do something, you absolutely don't have to. And if you're scared to do something, it's okay to wait until you feel more comfortable to do that thing. Because if you're going into it with like a heart full of fear, it's not going to give you the outcome that you want because you're not going into it feeling excited and ready. You're going into it feeling scared. Now, that being said, I think that it is a good thing to put yourself out of your comfort zone. And I think you know when something feels scary because you don't want to do it and when something feels scary because it's exciting and it's like a different kind of fear and it's a different kind of being nervous and it's a different kind of being scared. And I think like when you're too scared to do something just because you don't know how it's going to turn out. I say just do it because you'll never know. If you're too scared to do something because you don't feel ready to do that thing, you can wait until you do feel ready. But I think that FOMO is a tough thing to get around. I still, it still happens to me sometimes. It's still, it's a thing. It's always going to be a thing. I think it's always a thing, but Instead of thinking about the thing that you could be doing that you're missing out on, think about what you're doing. Think about what you're doing and, and enjoy it. That's what I've tried to do. Like, oh, I'm not at that party. I should be at that party. This, that, this, that. But it's like, okay, but I'm not. I'm here. I'm sitting on the couch watching Sex Lives of College Girls, whatever it is, which like, or I'm sitting on the couch with my mom and dad, like whatever it is, like that's a moment that one day you're going to look back and you're going to want to remember is spending time with your parents. So try to... Instead of thinking, oh, I should be doing this. I'm so lame. I'm not doing this. I'm this, that. Think about, just change your mindset. Embrace whatever it is that you're doing in that moment. And then say, okay, next time, I'm bummed that I said no to go to this party. Next time I'm going to go because I know how I felt and I know I want to try and go. So just change your mindset a little bit. And I also realized that a lot of times I felt FOMO because of the people like friends that I was surrounding myself with were making me feel left out. And it's like, but I was doing what I wanted to do. I didn't go to the party. I wanted to stay home, for example, whatever it is. Those friends, instead of just being like, oh my God, totally fine. Take it easy. That's all good. There'll be another one. It was like, they would make me feel bad. So I feel like it's also about who you're surrounding yourself with. But when it comes down to you and your internal battle with yourself, just, I feel like I always say this, but give yourself some grace and flip the switch, flip the FOMO on its head, you know? Yeah. Flip it on its head. And it's not about what you're missing out on, but think about what you're doing and think about like three good things about what you're doing instead of being out in that moment. Okay. High school is a lo is a long four years. So you still have some time to do all the things that you want to do and don't rush anything just because you feel like you have to. It's going to be great. We're here for you, all of us, and we love you. And that is the end of our story time. What a fun and exciting story time. I cannot believe my brother called still. That was crazy. And we have a couple freshmen in high school and just like people that just graduated college. Their circlers going through so much and we're all in it together. You know? I love it. I love it. Okay. And I love you all. And now it's journal time. Oh, by the way, for pop culture wise, 
I put on my Instagram story. So obviously, Pete Davidson and Emily Ratajkowski were dating, apparently, or whatever. We kind of talked. I've kind of talked about it on a couple of different episodes, but obviously, the they weren't going to last because they're just like two hot people who are banging and like just single and like doing what obviously society thinks they should do. It was fun to watch. Regardless, I put on my Instagram story like, oh my God, no, love isn't real. <laughs> like as a joke when they broke up. And so many people thought I was being serious. Like literally I got so many DMs that were like, wow, Kelsey, you're in a healthy relationship and this is what makes you believe in love. Like so many people were so disturbed. Some people got it that it was obviously sarcasm, but I had to, had to clear my name on that one. That was a joke. But I'm happy that they got to bang it out, you know? And now they're, I'm excited to see who's next on the Pete Davidson radar. Cast your votes. A lot of people are saying it's going to be, um, oh my God, what is her name? The girl who played Wednesday, Jenna Ortega. And I just feel as though I don't like that because she seems young to me and he seems old, older, but I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. And that being said, it is now journal time and I have some new year themed journal questions. So let's answer them. What was your favorite part about last year? Well, I think it was starting circle time. Starting circle time was a dream of mine for a long time doing this podcast. So I feel like it was that. Being my first merch was really exciting. I think planning our wedding has been really great. And we got to watch a lot of our best friends get married last year, which also brought me just so much joy and so many happy memories. And it just like all in all was a great year. It wasn't always easy, but those are those were some of my favorite things. Our friends getting married, planning our own wedding, circle time, merch, getting the cats. There's a lot of good memories from last year. Okay, let's do another. The one word to describe this past year would be blank and why. I'm going to go with exciting. Oh, wait, is it the past year or this upcoming year? The past year, I would say exciting. Just because of everything that I just named, all of it was so exciting. And for next year, the word that I'm going to describe to use this current year now, 2023, is maybe like new. There's a lot of new things that are going to be happening. Like marriage and just other fun new things. So I'm going to go with that. Those are pretty simple words, but I'm not a damn thesaurus, okay? That's all I can think of right now. The best thing to do to start off the new year is when it comes to like setting goals and resolutions and all of st that stuff, I feel like, I feel like the best thing to do is like be easy on yourself probably because I think a lot of people put way too much pressure on themselves at the beginning of the year. I don't, and I, and I'm one of them. And I also think that like, it is a really good thing to set goals and think about where, what you want to see happen in this year. And I think everybody should do that. But I think that like, being understanding with yourself if something doesn't go exactly to plan is also really important. And remembering that not everything goes to plan. Rarely ever things go to plan. So yeah, but set those goals anyway, because it's a good, it's a good tool to like, you know, to have, I don't goal setting. I don't know. I, that's a whole other conversation. What is one regular practice I'd like to adopt this year? I'm going to say taking vitamins. I think that I always forget to take vitamins and that is something I want to be better at is taking my vitamins. And also something I want to be better at is journaling. I have a couple journals and I I have like a five-year journal where I answer the same question every year, every every day for five years, you know, one of those. And I missed a couple years in there. And now I'm on the fifth year. So I'm going to start doing that. 
And maybe like by the end of next year, I'll read some of them for circle time. And last but not least, I love to watch the ball drop on television because, oh my God, I love watching the ball drop. I think I love watching the ball drop on television because it just reminds me of like growing up and like my brother and I used to have so much fun. We would like make confetti. They basically just like cut up paper and like throw it in the air, which is probably super fucking annoying for my parents. But that was always so much fun. And it was like, we just loved, like we love New York and like we have family in New York. And so it was like, so just so fun to watch New York on TV and like watch the ball drop. And now I love it for those reasons. And because of Ryan Seacrest, obviously crushing it every year. And yeah, I just think it's like a fun, it's like a fun, happy, hopeful thing is like watching New Year's Eve on TV. I really, it just brings me joy. So yeah, we're entering 2023 now and we're doing it together and it's going to be a great year for all of us. And for the times when it's not so happy, we have each other and I'm here. I'm a voicemail away and I love you all. And for the times when it is happy, I'm a voicemail away too. And we're just, we're in this whole thing together and I love you all. And I'm just so excited and happy that we get to have a full year of circling ahead of us. So yeah, 2022 brought me to this and I'm just so thankful and I can't wait to see what 2023 brings all of us. So I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. Happy new year. And I'll talk to you next week. And don't forget to give this a rating and, you know, leave a nice review and all of that stuff too, because that helps. So thank you all. I love you and keep on circling whatever the hell that means. Bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.